Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. There was a man who is very famous in Hollywood. He's very involved in politics and doing the right thing and you know calling out other terrible men but yet secretly he pursued my friend he was hoping to one day take her virginity it's violet benson your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need welcome to almost adulting almost adulting almost adulting are you ready hey my beautiful babies (laughs) i don't know why i said that Hey, besties, and welcome to another epic episode of Almost Adulting with me, your sister, your best friend, and your host, Violet Benson. Today, we are back to another Confession Corner episode, and this time, it's part two of Sugar Baby Confessions, because you guys loved last episode so much. It was so hilarious. You guys had the best confessions. I figured so many of you called in to my number that I'm going to start putting on my um, description, my bio. So you guys can always call in with any crazy stories that you have on whatever topic of the month that we will have. And I was like, you know what? Let's have a part two and share some more funny, hilarious stories so we can all live vicariously through you guys. We'll warn the couch <sighs> living a boring life. <laughs> um, before I get started, I did want to thank everyone that showed up yesterday to my first ever live show. Yeah. Anyone that missed it, I had a beautiful live show for the first time ever. I've never done a show before in front of people. I think one of the biggest fears that we all have is public speaking. And I got to finally conquer that fear to the point that I accidentally went over 30 minutes of talking. So I performed last night at the Hollywood Improv featuring Almost Adulting. So it was jokes and then it was just advice that will end up being actually our episode in August for Friendship Breakups. Um, I have some funny stories from it, but I will share it on this week's Thursday's episode, the longer episode. But yeah, thank you everyone that had the time and was able to support me and come to my show yesterday, The Hollywood Improv. It was... It was really cool. And afterwards, we did an, um, I think, two-hour meet and greet. I got to meet so many of you. Um, wow. It was crazy. I can't believe I actually performed. And, well, I'll talk about it more on Thursday's episode, I guess. But it was definitely scary. It's so scary to just... I, I think I was shaking for the first 30 minutes before I finally started to get comfortable. Um But yeah, I think once you kind of get over your fear over your first time, you have a better idea of like, okay, what works for me? What doesn't? Or at least maybe that's just how I am. Um, But yeah, I got to the point that I completely blacked out because you really just not blacked out in a way that you're drunk. You completely black out of nerves when you're on stage that I couldn't even tell that they kept flashing the lights for 30 minutes that it was my time to finish my act. So I ended up talking for an hour and a half at the Hollywood Improv. But it is really cool because, you know, if you really think about it, every comedian that we know has either started 
there or continuously comes back to perform there. So it was really cool that I got to see the, I got to be in the back room of the Hollywood Improv. I got to see where all the coolest people like Robert William and, you know, just the coolest people ever. They got to be there before. Um, yes, I didn't fully do stand up, but it also told me like, oh, maybe I'll try stand up. So yeah, that was really fun and exciting. Um, also this week, this Thursday, we have an amazing episode with Patty from Millionaire's Matchmaker. She's back and she's closing off the month of July of relationships and love. So she's going to train you on how to get that ring and how to dump that man that is wasting your time. So love that. And last week, we had an amazing episode of Four Ways to Self-Love. And so many of you loved it. That's why I love doing my solo episodes. It takes me forever to do them, but it's so worth it. I it takes me like a week or two to write them. I put my heart into them. I cry through <laughs> writing them. But then it's just amazing. And the feedback I got from you guys, so in case you missed last week's episode, make sure you go and listen, four ways to self-love on last week's episode. Okay, so today we are going to share the hilarious stories that you guys have for me of confessions of a sugar baby. Let's fucking go. Okay, let's start with the first one. Hey, Bestie. Um, just giving you a call. My name is Sean. Um, in response. Oh my God, we have a man. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm surprised there's a guy who listens to this podcast, but like, fuck yeah. What a way to start this episode. Hell yeah. Okay. We got a sugar baby. That's a guy. Okay, let's go. I'll see your sugar daddy stories you're looking for. So once upon a time, four years ago, when I was 24 years old, I met a guy on Facebook. He flew me down all the way from Massachusetts to Pennsylvania and I accompanied him to a wedding. He owned this like spa and gave me all of these like clonic, hydroclonics, like, you know, the thing where you sit on the tube and it goes up your ass and it's like water. Oh, oh, that's really nice. By the way, I tried that one time because everyone was raving about it. I tried it. And let me tell you, I could not go. I think I couldn't go longer than seven minutes. It was not only did they shove this thing so up your ass and so uncomfortable, but there's a lady that sits there making eye contact with you, holding that thing up your ass. So like, yeah, there's a towel or whatever, something like over you that covers you, but she just sits there and she's holding this thing up your ass. And there was like no music, no nothing. You just have to sit there and it's so awkward and uncomfortable. It's like, oh, she knows there's water going up my butthole because she's doing it and she's God. No, oh, not to mention on the side of you, you see brown stuff going up, <laughs> like accumulating, like you see if there's or like water or whatever, like you see what's coming out of your butthole. Like they don't even hide it from you. It's kind of like, hey, you dirty bitch. Look, this is all you. You did this. And it's so uncomfortable. It's so awkward. It's kind of painful, too, that after, I think, five, six minutes, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Please, please, please. I have to stop. I have to stop. And we stop. But uh, some people are just pros like this guy. So good for him. Anyways, um, had a great time. Decided we really liked each other. Kept flying you down there. And long story short, I think I just didn't put out enough as much as he wanted because for a long time he was like, oh my God, like I'm going to buy you a car, like move, move your life down here to Pennsylvania, like blah, 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 blah. And my dumbass 24 year old self was like, 
still obsessed with a crush that I had back in Boston. So, of course, I turned that down, and he got really mad, and he said that it was because I spent all of his money, and he just ditched me, and then I never got to hook up with my crush. So, yeah, that's my sugar daddy story, but there we go. Okay. Love you, Bestie. Bye. I love you too, Bestie. Bye. You know what? It's really not that bad. I mean, thank God you didn't move. Like, never move for a man, period. Unless, like, you put a ring on it. So never move for your crush and never move for your sugar daddy. Like, get that money and go. At least you got free colonics. Or is it colonopins? I don't know. The word is, regardless, I couldn't do it. But bravo to you and hope you got another sugar daddy. Okay, let's go to our next story. I have a fun story. I was out with a sugar daddy. We were driving and his girlfriend saw us. So she tried to run us off the road with her car. He and I are still really good friends. And she's now the baby mama. Aww. The baby mama that saw her boyfriend or her sugar daddy with a new sugar baby and then ran them off the road and then still ended up having a baby with him. It reminds me exactly of those couples that write those long ass captions that Hannah and I make fun of. They're like, we've been through ups and downs through so much. But and he broke my heart 75,000 times. And finally, he fell for me and he chose me. He could have cheated on anyone, but he chose me. And I love him so much. You know, those unnecessary captions. When I think of those couples, I think exactly of this person. So when I think of those people that write those long ass captions, when they post pictures with their partner, I think of that. And I bet you when she posted the picture of her being like, me and the love of my life are having a baby. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure she forgot to write in. He also cheats on me a million times. And I finally decided if I trap him with a baby, then maybe he'll stop. Do you guys think he'll stop cheating on her? Probably not. But good luck to them. What do I know? Maybe I'm just bitter. <laughs> okay, next one. Hi there. So my name is Brittany. I'm from Philadelphia. And I kind of have a crazy story about how I met my sugar daddy. So let's rewind. March 2020 beginning of the pandemic um i went back on seeking arrangement okay seeking arrangement really is the move it seems like this is what every sugar baby finds their lovers so uh if anyone's looking i think seeking arrangement is the move just for shits and giggles just to see if i can make some extra money during the pandemic or whatnot i've done the whole sugar daddy all my 20s and now 30 years old so this seven-year-old man messages me, and he's messaged me before, but I never responded just because I think it's a little too old, might be the cutoff for me. So he messages me and for like the fourth time and says, look, I'm really big in the restaurant industry in Philadelphia. I'm, I was a bartender in Philadelphia at the time. And he's like, I have a soft spot for restaurant workers. Um, I know I may be too old for you but I want to help you out throughout this pandemic. All I need is a phone call to make sure that you're real and we can go from there. Aw, he's such a good guy. He's like, I'm worried about you during your pandemic. I'm worried about your health and your pussy's health. So please let me know that you're real by sending me a pic because I'm worried about you so much. And I was like, okay, like what's the worst that could happen? So I give him a call. We talked on the phone for about 45 minutes. He was so nice. We had a great conversation. And then he says, well, what's your PayPal? So I send him my PayPal and he sends me $3,000. What? Okay. You know what? He really is a really good person. <laughs> okay. Like I wish all of us had a little angel like him around to just 
talk to you. Imagine talking to somebody for 40 minutes and they send you $3,000. And from there on out through the whole pandemic, actually up until this day, he sends me anywhere from about three dollars to $5,000 a month. And on top of that, um, <laughs> back uh, in August, I met another sugar daddy who is now my boyfriend and the love of my life. And we are um, engaged. He still gives me $5,000 a month. And he doesn't know that I still get money from my old sugar daddy. So I'm banking about 10 grand a month right now and not really doing much. So, yeah, that's my story. All right. Thanks, girly. Bye. Oh, my God. This girl is iconic. What? (sighs) What? I am amazed. So she makes $10,000, give or take, a month just by existing, which is $120,000 salary a year for existing. And she is living the fairy tale. Everyone thinks the American dream is to, you know, come to America and work the nine to five and succeed. No, the American dream is making $120,000 a year just for existing and then marrying one of your sugar daddies that you end up falling in love with that most likely put you on his, um, what are those things called? Not a will, obviously, put on, oh, on his life insurance. Because you know that man's going to die sooner. <laughs> and by the way, I'm just making jokes. Don't take me seriously. But, you know, it's really hard when someone else is living, is out there living your dreams. <sighs> proud of you, babe. I'm proud of you. Please invite me to the wedding. And congrats. If she can do it, so can you. So if this was the encouragement that you needed to marry your sugar daddy, here it is. Okay, now let's go to the next one. So one of... Well, I don't know if it's, like, kind of a sugar guy, but it was a regular whenever I was a dancer. He would come in every Friday and Saturday, and he would pay me by the hour for six hours for me to keep my clothes on and for him to rub my feet and to tell me about his problems. So, like, therapy, but with a foot fetish. Okay. I think that is so wild that a motherfucker is going to fucking pay me $900 a night just to listen to his problem and by my feet whenever I don't even have to take my clothes off. I kind of loved it. Easiest money. Wow. So she was making $900 for six hours twice a week. So that is $150 per hour. So literally what you would pay a therapist And she made it twice a week. So that's $1,800 times four. So she was making $7,200 a month from a man that was coming twice a week to rub her feet and tell him about her problems. And she just had to pretend like she cared. I mean, six hours is a lot. So honestly, uh, I would charge $150 an hour from this guy too. But that's crazy. It's crazy how... We forget how lonely people are sometimes. Like this man literally didn't even want to fuck. He was just like, please, no one ever listens to me. I just want to suck on some toes and talk about my problems. And I'll give you $2,000 a week if you just listen. That's actually kind of sad. But uh, I guess more money, more problems. 
So good for you, queen. Okay, next one. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so I met a guy on Seeking Arrangements. Fuck off! Seeking Arrangements again! Holy shit, that site is winning. You know what I would love? A sugar daddy, but the owner of Seeking Arrangements. Like, I want to date that guy because they must be making bank. And I started going to his house and he had super strict rules. Like, you have to shower. You have to use this type of body wash. Wait, I love that the strict rules was her having to shower. <laughs> like, you have to have good hygiene. And she's like, wow, the things I do for this guy. I hope anyone out there that's listening that you just have good hygiene, like just for yourself, honestly. And then he didn't want to do anything actually sexually ever. We never had sex. He just wanted to have you sit on his face and eat you out and like insist that he he wouldn't stop until he stopped that you ha- came like three or four times. Okay, so he wanted you to shower and then he wanted you and then he wanted to eat you out till you came at least three times just sitting on his face no sex just you showering and getting eaten out okay so far sounds like a dream guy (laughs) okay cool so obviously you're probably not gonna come so you just end up faking it like three or four times but he would cover his dick in baby powder and then put the sheet over himself and then just like flat hand rub the sheet through like it rub his dick through the sheet oh okay so i'm gonna go ahead and pass he went from a 10 to to a negative negative one that is what 
I actually have to listen to that again because wait, what the fuck? Baby powder and then cover himself with the sheets. What? I'm sorry. Please repeat that. But he would cover his dick in baby powder and then put the sheet over himself and then just like flat hand rub the sheet through, like it rub his dick through the sheet. But he was a little bit older, so he couldn't actually come or even, I guess, fully stay hard. So I don't understand, like, the point of what was going on. <laughs> the point of what was going on was the excitement of making a woman come because clearly the fact that she could still not come from him by getting eaten out and closing her eyes and then imagining like Brad Pitt or someone sexy doing it is because he's probably never made a woman orgasm. Like the fact that that was like his dream that he had to pay for <laughs> probably means. And she's sitting on him faking that she's coming and him thinking that she is means he's probably never seen what it looks like when a girl orgasms. That's kind of sad. I think I saw him for about a year back when I was like 18, 19. I'm like 28 now. And like a year later, I kind of stopped seeing him because I was just over it. Um, I would randomly hit him up. He'd like send me money or pizza if I wanted him to. Um, four of my friends, four of my good friends that I went to high school with, were all seeing the same dude. We came to find out later. So... You know, just things. Wow. That is funny slash pedophile for real. The four of our high school friends went and saw this man. Um, no words, although it does remind me of this really creepy, creepy ass dude that still is out there on the going out scene. When I was in high school... I used to have these really rich girlfriends. Um, I went to a regular, well, they went to public school too, some of them. But I went to a, a school in the Valley where regular people who don't have money ha uh, go. And then they were uh, they went to Beverly High. And some of them also went to po uh, private schools like Milken, Buckley, and some other schools. If you're from Los Angeles, you know these schools. And they all were super wealthy. And I remember when I would go out with them, a lot of them were all fucking the same guy his name starts with a j if you live in la you may have an idea and try to figure out who this guy is he's disgusting super gross but when i was in high school i remember he always had the cocaine for the girls i've never done coke in my life still haven't yes i've done meth once <laughs> but coke is not my thing you know grow up and do meth like an adult and every other weekend we would end up at his house because he had the coke and these girls, my friends at the time would do the coke. And then one of them would be fucking him for the coke. And we were in high school. So we weren't even 18. And then I kid you not, let's say we're 16, 17. Now I am, you know, I, I keep saying I'm 32. I keep forgetting I think 33. I want to die. I'm 33 and I still sometimes see him out in the party scene. He's so disgusting but yeah, that's what I think of these older men. They just like stick around and they're just like, you know, they get older and the girls get younger and they still do the same shit over and over again. But um, was he everyone's sugar daddy? No, he was just the guy with the drugs. And then he would fuck these really young girls. And there's a lot of men in Hollywood like this. I actually actually have a really good story of some other guy 
<laughs> this is so terrible. So I'll never say the name. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to advertise this episode because this is going to get me in a lot of trouble to admit this. But in high school, I had a friend when we were sophomore, junior year of high school. So again, under 18, there was a man, another guy who is very famous in Hollywood, like very known. People think really highly of him. He's very involved in politics and doing the right thing and, you know, calling out other terrible men. You know how this story goes. But yet secretly, he pursued my friend from high school for so many years. He loved that she was a virgin. He was hoping to one day take her virginity. He didn't do it while she was in high school, but it could be also because she wasn't ready. But I remember for prom, he continued giving her money, giving her gifts. And then I remember either it was homecoming or prom. He took her to Rodeo. And this man is like now in his 40s or 50s. I have to, I have to Google how old he is. Um, so I guess when he was doing it, he was either in his 30s or like late 30s or something. And uh, he took her to Rodeo and spent $5,000 on either a prom or homecoming dress for her. Obviously, it wasn't going to be her date. But yeah. And then when she graduated high school, he I took her out. And I think um, he tried to date her or something like that. I don't recall. But he just loved how, quote unquote, pure she was. And a couple of years later, in her early 20s, I think they finally kind of hooked up. I don't know if they had sex or what happened. But he ended up kind of getting over her. Because she was aging. And then uh, I recall from my other friends, I started to find out when I got more into the Hollywood scene that he pursued them as well when they were younger. Because he likes them when they look, you know, baby face and young. But one day he is known for throwing amazing or crazy parties for Christmas and some other holidays. So years ago... Um, I think when I first saw daddy issues, I somehow got an invite to his Christmas party. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not blowing this person's cover. And I wasn't thinking. And when I showed up to his party, he was performing for everyone on the piano. And then I, he was in a circle talking to people and I introduced myself to him. And I was like, thank you so much for having me here. You're great. And without thinking twice, I wasn't even processing that this is so wrong because I was so used to my friend's associating with men who are pedophiles at this point that I was like oh wait you know we I actually do know you and he's like oh no way for my shows and I'm like no 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 no. you pursued my friend <laughs> for the longest time like I remember like when we were in high school like you really liked her and I kid you not his face completely changed and he looked mortified and when he looked mortified I suddenly realized how wrong it is that he pursued my fucking friend when she was in high school underage. And then it was like just silence in the group. And then he was like, oh, I have to, I have to check on my guests. And I was like, yeah, okay, for sure. And then for the rest of the night, anywhere he was standing, he would just look at me. He would be like looking at me across the room anywhere, mortified. And at that point I was like, okay, I think it's my cue to leave. Because of course I should be the one that's uncomfortable around the pedophile versus it being the other way around because he's in the wrong. But that just goes to show you about these Hollywood clowns, how a lot of them are just out there telling everyone else 
what they're doing wrong, pretending to be the, what is it, knight shining armor or whatever those words are, um, the metaphor is. And then in reality, what they do behind closed doors, pretending like that's, that's okay because they care about climate change or whatever. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my story. And hope you have a beautiful day. I think, I think that's all the recordings that we have. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. It may have not have been as juicy as last week's or two weeks ago, um, confession corner. No, last week's confession corner episode. That one was iconic. I will admit these stories weren't too terrible, but hopefully it got you through the day a little faster. And don't forget to tune in to this Thursday's episode with Patty Millionaire's matchmaker to close off oh, the love and relationship um, month on the podcast. And can't wait for August, which is going to be all about breakups and cheating <laughs> and after that we are done with relationships i'm pretty sure for for the rest of um the podcast year i think because like, like as you know every week i mean every month we have a different schedule but yeah i mean if you guys could figure out the celebrity that i was just referencing please dm me I would love to know if you have some stories. Actually, both of those celebrities I talked about, the guy that starts with the J and then the other celebrity that I can't say his name because um, he will come after me and ruin my life because he's that powerful. All right. Well, have a beautiful day, besties, and see you on another Confession Corner. Well, next week will be um, Vault episode. But yeah, Thursday beautiful longer version episode with patty and then friday it's on youtube so make sure you subscribe to almost adulting on youtube love you besties bye